What's up, RSL Nation? It's your boys Adele and the Baker with another edition of your Scarf Live Podcast. What's up, Baker? How you living? I'm living well. Just... You know what I'm a fan of? That chant? Amongst other things. Okay. I love, 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 adore quasi-semi-original chants. That one's original, I think. Semi-original. The words are definitely original. Right. I'm I mean, sure that the, the, the music, actual maybe. rhythm is like so-so. Right. But I do like it. I like it a lot. So the reason we threw this up, Arsenal Nation, is, uh, I mean, A, LAFC, all credit to them for just being amazing away supporters in some regards and not others. But, um, you know, RSL Nation was trying to do a little bit of chanting, and, and this one got thrown out, and we couldn't help notice that some people had a difficult time with the lyrics. The northeast corner, most specifically section round about 35. Yeah. Um, does it okay. So just so, and, and I got this, don't mess with the thing, I got uh, got this straight from RSL.com, so should be good, but it is... Uh, fortune favors the bold. Our love will never grow old. For? for for we are Real Salt Lake. Our hearts will never break. That's it. Uh, it's not our love will never grow cold. Uh, it's the last sentence isn't uh, for Real Real Salt Lake. Yeah, sure. Let's play it again. Let's just shut up for a second. Well, you're the one that was talking. Some people think. Some people think it's a new chant. Yeah, no, definitely not a new chant. A uh, kind of an old chant, if I think, if we're gonna be honest. It has um, been a while. And you know, I'm, I'm not saying this because I think I'm some snooty. You know, oh, I know all the chants. None of that. Snooty, snotty, whatever. No, no, no this is just strictly um, trying to be the best. I am trying to be the best support for my fellow supporters. And I think this is one way that we can very easily all be great supporters, and that's just to learn the words to the chants. And, and it's fun. Yeah, it's it's a great chant, and I think we'll do one of these at, for sure next week because there's a different chant that I've also noticed we have trouble with, and then maybe one after that, but at least for sure one more, maybe a few more. It, it's a good feeling when you wake up the morning after and your throat hurts slightly. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Um, it's always a good time when, you know, you have to explain in the in the Monday meeting why your voice is still hoarse. <laughs> so. All right, my man. Let's get into a couple of things we need to get into. First and foremost, I think we're going to talk a little bit about the game that just happened last Saturday. That's the plan, Uncle Sam. At 
the home against mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Diving Club. We're going to talk about some general things, some takeaways, and then get a little bit into the rest of the league as it played out last weekend, how it's going to play out midweek, this week, and next week. Yeah, I think it's mostly just like we got bailed out and we're so extremely fortunate that we got bailed out. And and I think you and I just can't believe our luck. We did get pretty lucky. So why don't we get into our game first before we get to the rest ones? So I got got a thing that's been bothering me for a hot minute now that I dug into a little bit today. And today's Monday. So uh, as the week progresses and you're listening to this Arsenal Nation, more news may or may not have come out and more stories may or may not have been corroborated but right now i'm going off of the information i've got big big shout out to lafc for their support i mean and i think we i think you actually tweeted it they set the bar for away support at rio tinto i I said best year to date support away support at rio tinto yes is it just year to date i feel like ever i i i don't recall a time i i I stated year to date but we can debate whether it's ever. Well, who's? I can't even think of like a close second. I literally can't. Even the Mexican clubs when they came to like play. The friendlies, Mexican clubs uh, and I don't and don't we, show we up like that. We did talk about that last post match quickie. Mm-hmm. I don't think Tigres showed up like that. Right. The only section. one I don't know is maybe. Um, I thought Champions I, I, League Monterey. Uh, no. Well, right? that was a while ago. Right, I but they remember. didn't travel, did they? I do remember Seattle having more than one section full before. Yeah, but LAFC was like four across, dude. I think it was something like 300-plus people. It was the section plus one. LAFC? Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was just that section plus one. No, It's it's a decent-sized section. It was like two and a half easily. Okay. Like they bled way, way into like above us and to the right. Okay, so they traveled well. Yeah, absolutely. Or had local support. I, I really hope to God it was just that. That traveled well. I think they traveled well. Yeah. No, it was good. Yeah, it, it was, was good. Uh, right. You're right. I can't off the top of my head. I'm, I'm sure there there have been. I, I remember. I do remember specifically. I can't remember the exact occasion, but I remember LA Galaxy fans traveling well before. I remember SKC fans traveling well before. I remember a game where Colorado fans traveled really well before. It, it took up more than that section, the allotted section. Right. I remember because the jokes were that they had more away support. <laughs> than home support? Than home support. So yeah. that, that's why that one rings a bell very specifically. And, But I can't, yeah, I mean, there were a few of those. I think there were groups up there. They have been louder before. Really? I, that's yes. no way. That I find a hard time believing. I can definitely remember Seattle, at least one game. I think they still were allowing him to bring all sorts of um, musical instruments up there at that point. Um, that I can definitely recall that one. I remember a few other really loud supporter groups up there, mm. and, and including one or two that were a little like head scratchy. Um, I think one year it was either DC or New York that traveled really well. That was just kind of confusing of why it was that loud up there. Right. I do think, if I may, so first of all, that's not to take away from that support. All I'm saying is I cannot personally confirmatively say that was the best away support ever. 
I mean, uh, for me, I definitely, definitely was. It was definitely best to date this year. Easily. However. Including the Tigris game. In, oh, absolutely. Including the, uh, no, there, there, there hasn't been better yet. And I can't even think of, I can't think of, I genuinely can't think of close. At the same time. This year? Yeah. Like Seattle had bodies no, up agreed. there, but they were no, quiet no. as a grave. Seattle was actually pretty bad on Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, they had human. They they, they had, had a numbers. lot of humans up there who were all extremely quiet and polite. There, there was a lot of and numbers. Sad. I almost thought they were protesting something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I mean, I mean, who never know? Yeah, you never know. Maybe they were. That's. I mean, and it was just like three or four days earlier. Seattle sold that section out well on a Wednesday of all days. It was a Wednesday. But... I mean, they got, like you said, they got the humans there. Mm-hmm. It's just the support levels weren't there. It was weird. For me, whatever happened Wednesday, Seattle was weird. Having said that, um, I, I do, uh, look, bottom line is this. I think LAFC easily year to date, maybe even dating to the last year, best away support so far right. that I've seen there. In numbers, A. Right. And also, like, just who? <gasps> It was just good. It was good. It was. It was. It was. I. It got my attention. Having said all of that, if I may, real quick, let's go on a quick tangent. The South End uh-huh. in Rio Tinto. Yeah, I would say over the last um, hell, dating back to the Tigres game, at least. Yes. Yes. Has been better mm-hmm. than at any point this year. Yeah, inc- I feel like including the home opener when it was like the riot oh, yes. is this unified front of oh, yeah. everyone. That lasted I've- for like fifteen minutes. It, yeah, that was it, yeah. It was literally like they were kind of on the same cause. And here's the thing: I know that some of those people listen to this stuff. They were all on the like semi, and I'm not here to like call anybody out. Like I think it's a hard time getting that many people to agree on one thing. Anything. Any. Yeah. Like the sky is blue and you'll have some guy going, no. Literally, we literally all can't agree on whether or not the earth is round or flat. That is sad. In society. You know, so like someone somewhere is disagreeing. Um, But yeah, like they kind of had a thing going on. And then 35 was like, nah, we're going to do our own thing. And then other, you know, every seat of supporters group. And I think the best of intentions but it very quickly fell apart until your point very recently. Which one of my good points? Well, the point about since the Tigris game, oh, yeah. them just being a unified front, just properly chanting for and I honestly think it, support. I think it's almost in part defensively because you have to because you know you got Seattle coming in. You got to shut them up. You got LAFC coming in. You got to shut them up. And for what it's worth, I thought in both games, Seattle and LAFC. Right. I mean, 35, for example. Uh, Seattle was eh. No, 35 was good for the Seattle game. 35 for the LAFC game? I could hardly hear LAFC because of... Now, you have to remember, when you're sitting in the middle of a damn chant, you probably don't hear other people's chants. Sure, you just hear your own thing. But I would say... Here's what I would say. Remember uh, 2013, Kansas City away finals? I would say that uh, Real Salt Lake fans sounded better than the Kansas City fans. Right. And I remember we were in Portland earlier this year. Was that this year or last year? It was last year, man, last October. Oh, my God. It's literally the last game of the season. Um, And 
I remember uh, Seattle was different. Seattle, we got crushed pretty quickly and easily. Yeah, I think it was like the forty, like the forty-five minute mark. It was already like three-zero. I remember um, that was a few years our ago. game away at New York Red Bulls. What those all of those things have in common is that the supporters have a roof over them. Yeah, you're really big on this roof thing. I'm a huge fan of the roof. So You really want a roof. Remember the snow game? What was that, two, three years the lightning ago? game, you're thinking. No, snow game. When everyone was tucked up in the, under the stands? There was a snow game. All right. Increment, increment, increment. There was no stoppage Bad in the weather. game. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, you're right. Snow, Vancouver. Vancouver. We, because thousands and thousands of people, probably north of 10,000 people, left the stadium because they are... Sane. Right. Normal human beings. The South End supporters group moved upstairs. They did. Yeah. Remember that. And it was maybe a couple of hundred of them, if that. Yeah. With all of their equipment and drums. Accoutrement. That was the loudest I've ever heard the riot. And it was probably like 4,000 of us. Right. At that point, because it was like a foot of snow right. on the ground, and that everyone point. that everyone that was still there was like, "I'm in it." Oh, I'm it in. was too late. Yeah, it was like people taking their shirts off and <laughs> waving around. And what I'm saying is this: that group, you because t- that South End has been ridiculous. It's been incredible so far this year, at least in a recent month or so, month maybe right. two months. I I think it's been incredible. I think a roof. Because think about it this way. Our soccer yeah. is kind of getting a little stagnant compared to the rest of the league. Uh, I we, think we're trending pretty positive these last few games. We can keep up. Right. But I'm talking generally larger scale. I'm not talking about like the last few months or the next few months. I'm talking about like the last four years. And the next four years, more importantly. So we, sure. we got the Atlantas and we got the LAFCs and we got the Seattles and we got the uh, Austins coming in and the Miamis coming in, hopefully not positively. But that's beyond the point. What I'm saying is this. We are... Rio Tinto was considered one of the greatest stadiums to play in, in MLS not that long ago. In part because of the atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, it's... Right now, I do not think it makes the top five. I, atmospheres? Doesn't, yeah. No, I think... I, I, I would agree. I But I don't think it was ever, like, top five, you know, it, for I, sure. I think it was, like... I believe like, it always was top five. I, I mean, that's a real subjective measurement. Um, well, if, I, if it was subjective, I would see the best. But I, I, right now, I would say, look, the stadiums we've been in... Uh-huh. Portland. Seattle, Portland, pretty great. Seattle, has a roof. pretty great. Uh, Seattle... Uh, uh, they have a roof, don't they? I can't remember. But there's just a boatload of them. Atlanta is entirely closed in. Sure. You're talking about like the acoustics. The acoustics. That's all yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. Minnesota, completely closed in. Sure. And then you got... Um, we haven't been to Minnesota or Sound Nation just FYI. We haven't, but it's easy the way to you see phrase on that. the television. Yeah. 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 And I just... I think that you change nothing else. Mm-hmm. You put a tiny little roof over those guys sure. or move them somewhere with a roof it has to be under one of the goals right yeah i think i think there are talks about them coming to the north side they should be coming to the north side only if you're putting a roof over them yeah i i think there's like plans or, to extend all that look i i'm not no architect even though i did go to architecture school for a couple of years you did i was gonna a, say you almost became an architect there's a reason that didn't work out you know more than the average joe i think Which that is terrifying that's the South End. Mm-hmm. 
with its bleachers. You have to remember, the bleachers were originally put in so they can be pulled out for concerts and such. Right. Monster truck rallies. And then the decision was made to not have such concerts. Great idea, by the way. Yes. So there's really no point or need behind the bleachers, which now means you can pull the bleachers out, mm -hmm. build, and I hate that this it's a trend, but it kind of makes sense, build a wall. Right, safe standing. Yeah, I'm not yeah. talking about like a Donald Trump wall here. Sure, sure. I'm talking about bottom yeah. to top, singular wall, put a tiny little roof over it. For sure. That group that, suddenly, because as is, it sounds that would make good. Me move, that would make me move seats, I think. That's the one thing that I think would get me out of 35 is like safe standing, just people going nuts. Yeah, just it'd be dope. general admission. Right. Walk in. Also save like 100 bucks easily. If I would more. move for the same price. I mean, I'd expect, you know, a little price reduction because I can't see roughly. Well, I'm assuming, uh, as you are, that it would be less than what we're paying now. But sure. I, if it was the same price, I would move. Yeah, maybe. There's something to create in that atmosphere. And I think that would just all over the place. I honestly think so. I, I get why RSL. Look, we've been to other stadiums. They put they put their away section always in like a corner. Yeah, we really empowered our away section. Well, yes, but I would say if the away people are simply sitting and watching the game, mm -hmm. it's the worst seat in the stadium. Sure, but they're not. Yes, they've got those. They've got like the metal underneath. It, it was and just, it's just it like literally a drum, a giant drum. It, it seems like our away section. Location decision was made by a spreadsheet. It makes sense, right, to put it there on a spreadsheet. I mean, where else would you put them though? Um, the what is it, KFC corner or the Mayhem See, but corner that's so or on low. the other side? It's so low. That's the problem. Like it's, it's field it, level. Yeah, it, it's very low and much less loud. Sure. Than the I, I, no, I get what you're getting at, but for me, it's like it, there, you know, there are some field level seats there. And I don't want away support having that kind of access to the field. I don't really care how they get to see the game. Oh, I care a lot. I really don't. I, I, I want to, I, I never want to be in a position that a hundred of them can sound louder than 10,000 of sure, us. Sure. And I think some and of that stems to like just carpet the thing. I mean, it'd be nasty because of all the beer and stuff, but like literally like get some padding up ah, there. There's that. There's also the roof. I, I would just move them. I, don't, Honestly, I agree I would, with you, but not where you're suggesting. I don't think we have a good spot Very, right now. very early days, if I remember correctly, the supporter section was actually in that exact spot but on the opposite side of the stadium. Right. So south, think the mm -hmm. northeast corner. Right. Now go to the opposite end, the south sure. east corner. I think that's where the supporters, right. if where I remember like, correctly, like like back in like, you know, <laughs> that was like 10 years ago almost. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so um, that was a nice little tangent on roofs. RSL Nation, um, I think support of late has been good. Has been fantastic. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Keep it going. And DLH, yeah. uh, sell a couple of coins. One point three million dollar coins. You see that? Yeah, guy bought a one point three million dollar coin. Is I kind of feel he, bad he, for him. Is he gonna be a striker? Or what, what? What's yeah? The position? I, I saw that was actually pretty funny. You, you're like, oh, this new coin guy. No, I kind of feel bad for the guy because, uh, like. He, you know, he probably has interests that aren't, I own a soccer club, which for you and I, like, is mind boggling to think of that as a, like, a, you know, possible mindset. Did you say you feel bad for the guy? Not in like a day to day sense, but oh. like in a, you know, in a, I will never have these problems sort of sense. 
when I say I feel bad for him, I mean like, so this dude's got a coin hobby. I think he has to actually trade that more as like an investment or whatever. It's well documented. Right. But like, he can't spend money on things that aren't the soccer club without roughly a, at least a few thousand people going, hey, Deloitte, what the hell? Yeah. You know? Like, it's his money. I don't feel bad. But look, no, not bad, he, but you know what I mean. So, so like, for, first of all. Why do we have a say in how he gets to spend his money? We don't. Exactly. We but don't. like, but why? But then why the oh the who's the coin guy? You know what I mean? It's a joke. You That's cannot a... pass that joke up. That's an awesome joke. Let first the guy spend his millions. Yeah, billions. The good dude's a billionaire. First of all, second of all, he's rich enough to not have to care. Right. And lastly, no man, Deloitte, go on, spend that stuff. Deloitte, if we you're can... listening, I got your back, man. Just send me a couple k, and I'm we'll not. Call, we'll call no. it even, Steven. You don't have to send me anything. He can send me stuff. What I'm saying is this. We are, and I do not understand this, like, recent thing. Well, it's not even recent, but it keeps coming up. But Deloitte doesn't care about the club. No, F off, man. I, I think we are super fortunate. We have an owner mm-hmm. who's a Utah-first local boy who was yeah. built, not just bought the club to ensure it's here. Born in Logan, off- I think. I think it was further south, wasn't it? Doesn't matter. Keep uh, going. Well, Sorry for here, like yes, tiny, yeah. small town, Utah. Yep. Built the academies here. I mean, that dude is literally—he's not trying. He has said he has said many years ago and multiple times he he never expects to make a penny on this club. It's a hobby. Sure. But it's and a good soundbite, also. It is a good soundbite. You're correct. You but know, like, we are extremely lucky. We sure. cannot get luckier, and no one can fault him for being cheap. I think he invests more money in this club than he will ever make back. Right. And I would love, hey, we can always pull together a few bill no, and buy can't. the club. We really can't. Well, there's that. So I here, here's, I, for the most part, I agree with you. Like, I think Deloitte Hansen, as far as owners go, not bad. You know, it'd be nice if he owned uh, Home Depot and we had the Home Depot billions. It's a, It's a different kind of money. It really like, and I know that sounds weird. Is it though? Let me ask. Is. Let me it ask you this. Let me ask you this. It is. It's a different kind of money. How much more money per player is Atlantis? Because you're talking Atlanta, obviously. Yeah, sure. Okay, you have the three DP spots. Mm-hmm. Quite yeah. a bit. I'm not sure what the two Martinez's are making. Well, it's not even just making. It's it's transfer fees. I think that's the difference. Is the lawyer's not big on transfer fees yeah but atlanta also has a significantly larger market they they, sure they they can make that money back Back, yeah because season tickets cost way more than they do for us and there's all kinds of things significantly more and honestly i would take our lineup and roster with our season ticket prices Mm -hmm. over there sure when you do like a like a roster per ticket or whatever some kind of weird metric i i think what i was actually trying to get at is that i like the loy hansen as an owner when it comes to things like improving the stadium or like the Harriman Academy, where it was like the largest freestanding steel structure west of the Mississippi, or all that good stuff. Because he's a real estate guy, he gets it. Yeah, he's he's not a soccer guy. Right, and he, he publicly right. I agree. He's a but rich guy. Here's yeah, yeah, for sure. And 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 you know, he's not in charge of the day to day operations. But I think he includes himself more than I think we realize. Um, I he he's not comfortable with talking about the sport of soccer. I, I I think back to like when he was introducing like Albert Ruschnack. That was just an awkward interview as a fan. Um, can't even imagine how Albert was feeling. 
I'm sure Alor is actually feeling fine. He's like, yo, I just got paid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How anyway, would you be feeling? But, but I think that then translates into like his investing is great, but his investing into the actual club side, I think, can be like more efficient and better. And that's where, you know, like the front office doesn't have my full support. I think Craig Weibel doesn't really have my like full support. And I think that's just more of like a topic for end of the year. Uh, it like, I, I in no means am I trying to imply that like Deloitte's a bad owner. I just wish he was more comfortable with the sport. Okay. So, I understand it. Right. What I think, what I think is more important is the fact that he has pretty deep pockets and, mm-hmm. and contrary to, for, to, to, what is for some reason popular belief right now, he's not afraid of spending it. Sure. It, it's just he's – so, like, the Harriman facility comes like comes back to mind. Like, that's – How long do you think it's going to take – dope. How long do you think it's going to take him to make his money back on the Harriman facility? Well, if he ever decides to sell it, it's however soon he decides to sell it. Who's going to buy it? I don't know. I don't know. Some school or something. Some so he's thing. not. I mean, I, I was just watching uh, commercials about they have a high school now down there as well. Yeah, they always had a high school. I uh, know they had like yeah, seventh. No, they had like, like a, a junior high. I didn't know they had a high school. It was, it was like a STEM. I think it's like a STEM fo. It's actually a pretty good school. Anyways, I think we're damn lucky to have uh, Deloitte Hansen as an owner. Sure. And I know someone made a joke the other day on the page that says, "I'm I'm sec- I'm starting to think this is uh, a secretly run account by Deloitte Hansen." <laughs> I wish. Yeah, actually, that was my reply. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I remember that. From yeah, a yeah. private beach with a fruity drink with tiny umbrellas in them. I don't think he's big on the fruity drinks, but yeah. Yeah. Throw, throw hey, that you so- can have all sorts of fruity drinks. Throw hey, some of that cash away. Let's, let's, let's get back to what we were Let's get into the talking. game real quick, man. Yeah. So uh, we just lost. I wanna, I, what I, are you tapping? Just support. drive. Right, I want to talk hey, about the hold support. On, hold on, RSL Nation. The baker's gonna drive. I'm not gonna drive. Hold it's on, let's, let's give you a don't round don't of no more buttons. No no Actually, no more we buttons. Don't have a round of applause. We're anymore. done with the buttons for a while. Right. Go ahead, guys. I'm also like 98 percent certain we're blowing out people's speakers right now, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so LAFC have kind of been on my radars. Not the team. The team's fantastic. They're crushing it. They're doing all kinds of great things. But the fan base and yes. they've been like on my on my shit list, if you will, ever since the Ramondo beer throwing incident. You know, they claim they've changed. They claim they're dope. They're like, oh, that wasn't that wasn't our regular supporters. That was, you know, one-off people for the ticket. It's going to be so loud. Nice. It's not the champagne of beers. It's actually squatters. Slightly better. Um, squatters, full suspension pale ale. So we've had multiple people at this point reach out to us over an incident that they claim has happened. And I've seen people talk about it on Reddit and on the LAFC Facebook pages. Um, Tell us about it. So there are people that were that are there are RSL fans who sit on the backside of what I imagine are like 32, 33 and 34 who claim oh those are sections those are stadium that's like, sections that's like north east, east underneath corners, underneath yes. the support where LAFC was who claim they were being spit on I heard that when you go on to what LAFC is saying they're claiming it was like one or two people who were flipped off first, who then responded by spitting. So that bothers me because, I mean, okay, someone flipped you off, you want to retaliate, flip them off back. Spitting is already you've crossed, you, that's that's the line. You know, it's like, don't cross the line. The act of spitting on somebody is, is crossing the line. Like, is we taunt line, each other, yes. we swear at each other, we flip one another off. Like if I flipped you off, flip me off right back, no problem. Right. Don't spit on me. 
That is, it's a, to- that, that, yeah, you're yeah. right. Okay. And the fact that, like, they've acknowledged, like, there are LAFC fans who acknowledge that that happened. Yeah. But their defense I is heard. they were being flipped off. That's a shitty, shitty excuse. That is excuse. not a defense. Look. It's, a, it's an excuse, and it's a piss poor one. I have, if I may, for a second. Yeah. So everyone knows where we said 35. Row H. Row H. Which is just slightly below the away supporter section mm-hmm. to the north, to the south. South, yep. I flipped them off multiple times. Yeah. It, when Colorado's there, we basically do it for 90 minutes. And I, yeah. We're I sorry, Arsene Nation. We don't want to tarnish that image of us. We're good kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're good boys. Yeah, I flipped them off multiple times. I flipped off every supporter section so far multiple times, especially when something important happens in the field. It's part of the game. It's part of what you do. You 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 talk shit back and forth. You yell. You scream. You chant. You flip each other off. Right. We can literally walk outside of the stadium at that moment. We shake hands, bro yeah. hug, it's whatever, over. Right. and you go, know, go be like, hey man, safe travels home. Right. You don't do you don't do the, the you know, spitting. I heard right. about beer too. All right, so the beer thing is they have this, the, the 32, 52, or the 69, 420, whatever they call themselves these days. Uh, they have a thing where when they score a goal, they do beer showers, and they take what I imagine is extremely expensive beer. That sounds really expensive. It's, it's an L.A. way of celebrating, and they throw it all over each other. Cool. No worries. You want to do that at home? Go for it. Hey, uh, you know what? Even- before you get on, let's make sure we never do that. Like, let's not make that a thing at the riot. Right. Also, it's I just paid nine dollars and fifty cents for like two sips of watered down Water. beer. If anything, I'm gonna hold out my cup and try to collect some beer as it's flying yeah, around. Go ahead, do the shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me get a funnel. No. So it's a thing that they do yeah. at Bank of California Stadium. Yeah, very well documented. So they let me get this straight. So they score a goal. Yeah, and then they throw they beer. Throw their beers up and in the air. Up I'm in the air. Assuming not the cups, but the no, no, no beer. the actual liquid all around one another. It, it looks. It, I'll give them credit. It looks cool when right. like not, a thousand not, people so are doing it. So to clarify, it. not like their mascot, not not. The no, stadium. No, the fans, it's literally the, the fans, fans throwing yeah. the beers that they probably just paid in LA yeah, like seventy four dollars for right. right in the air. Yep, that happens. Give them props, dude. They have been scoring a lot of goals. So that's <laughs> it's an expensive habit. It's an expensive habit. Right. All right. Uh, there on. there are some people who are RSL fans at this point. RSL fans at this point who um didn't sign up to have beer thrown on them. And, and you can't control it, right? Like, you're not going to sit here and account for every drop of beer that you're throwing up. So this whole, like, we kept it in our section thing, that's asinine. No, you didn't. You you didn't account for every drop of beer that you threw up in the air. Yeah. So the, the way I equate it is when I get home or when I'm, like, home on Sundays, like, watching, you know, uh, the, the Premier League or whatever, I like to do so in my underwear on the couch. It's not a great look, but it's so comfortable. I've seen some soccer games with you in your house, and I make sure that I'm fully clothed. I recognize that just because I do. I can vouch for this. I, I just because I do something in the comfort of my own home doesn't mean I then get to do that thing when I'm a guest somewhere else. And LAFC fans maybe need to acknowledge that. Like, hey, it's cool when we do it in Bank of California. It's our thing. We all agreed to it. We all signed up for it. Maybe it's one of those things that when we're guests at, in someone else's home, we should maybe leave that one at the door. And, and I keep hearing incidents about them as a fan base and the Ramondo thing and, and the spit. Like, 
Every RSL, RSL has its fair share of idiots. Every group does. You're talking two of them as we speak. Two of them as we speak, absolutely. I feel like the LAFC fan idiots, they tend to be higher on the scale. And then there's way more of them. Like, like they've exceeded their allowable GDP per capita of idiots. Like, it, it's gotten out of hand. As, as a fan base, they need to self-regulate. And I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of hearing about them. And anytime you bring this up, they do things like, well, it's one or two people. We're regulating it. They won't be invited back. Or what about when LA Galaxy fans tore up, you know, two seats? Like, yeah, that's that's not cool either. They they should address that. With LAFC fans, it keeps happening. And at this point, I'm just over it. Like, I'm so over it. Is your rant over, Baker? Yeah, my rant is over. They they just make the league worse than it needs to be. So, a couple of things there. So, there's the Nick Romando thing that happened last year that's inexcusable, right. I think. Any incidents of spitting on people. Listen, I'm not a tough guy, but you spit on me, I'm going to have to come find you. Right. Right. Out of principle. Right, yeah. It's like, if you spit on me off the rail... I'm pushing you off the rail. Next five minutes, one of us is flying off the rail. Right. And the other one's not going to have a good time either. Yes, because then there's... So there's that. Right. Like, that's just tip. That's just straightforward being an asshole. Right. The beer thing, mm-hmm. different story. I disagree. No, I know you do, because you just went on a goddamn rant for the past 18, seven minutes. Hey, sometimes sometimes got to tell people how I feel, man. They should, at all times, keep that regulated to themselves. I'm happy. You're happy. We're throwing beer up in the air. Awesome. If we are about, if we just scored our third goal against someone in a very important game, and I'm throwing my beer up in the air, and some of it gets over you sitting next to me or standing next to me, are you gonna be super upset? You won't be happy. No, I might be super upset. I don't know. No, you won't. If I'm not rooting for the same team. No, you and I. I mean, literally, like last Saturday. Let me put it like this. If you and I both agreed and we signed, and I, like, okay, here's my, here's the way I look at it. I like to stand for 90 minutes when I watch the game. I wouldn't go to section two and do that because I know I'm blocking somebody's view. I I get If I I went to a section where beer throwing was appropriate and I had beer thrown on me, cool. That isn't what I get, Rio Tinto doesn't have a beer throwing section. I get what you're saying. What I'm saying is this: there is there there's not even a fine line between spitting on mm-hmm. the folks below you, right, and throwing beer. Oh yeah, I'm not saying the two are like tied together. I'm saying they're both they're not they're, they're not both close. douchey. If I'm sitting upstairs and I'm literally like, and, and our solutions probably wish we had a camera because uh, I'm showing you I'm holding a beer as mm-hmm. we speak. And I'm like tipping it and pouring it over the edge. Sure. Sure. To get on you. Yeah. And, and getting on people. That's one thing. That's right. on par and, with and they, spitting. And, and to be clear, I don't think they did that. There are people but, who claim that, but then I don't but think that's if the I'm, case. if we just go to goal and I'm just like threw my beer in the air and some of it get went over the ledge and got on people, I get it. It's still an asshole move. Right. I still think we they should apologize or we should apologize in this case. If I did it, I would apologize. Right. I would like to think so. Not on par. Not on, not not even the same galaxy as Spain. Oh, I'm not because, saying because one I'm has not saying they are. one has ill intent. Uh-huh. The other one is sure is bad. The, on, the only reason I, I brought it up is because it it's I think it's if it was just one, 
if it was just the beer thing, I'd be like, mm, not cool, but it is kind of their thing. But but it, I, it's a it's a pattern. It's a pattern of behavior at this point. I understand what you're saying. Let me say it this way. I, I personally don't have a problem with the LAFC fans so far. I can't stand them. And I get it. They had multiple incidents. They had the Romando thing last year. They had this thing this year. And that's just us. They, they, right. Like I'm talking they've, about they've, us. They've, there are incidents of them physically assaulting LA Galaxy fans. I saw which that. Is, which I, as I, much I, as I hate LA Galaxy fans, come on. I saw those videos, and, and, and I get all of that. I honestly think I don't have a problem overall. because he, Here's what's going to happen, naturally. Mm-hmm. People are going to expect that and retaliate at least with as much force, and this is how hooliganism happens. Right, but it's like this isn't the 80s in, That's in the, not in the, the, the point. UK. All like They've seen Green Street hooligans once too many times. It's like a, it's, I get that they have zero history. And that, you know, there are plastic fan base with more marketing dollars than actual, like, grassroots. And I hope they hear this. Uh, I get that. And I, I get that sometimes you got It's the NYCFC thing when they were, like, showboarding because they also didn't have a history. I get it. They're, they're two years old. But cut the cut the th- crap. So I, was, I would disagree with that last part. They're not two years old. They're multiple years old. Uh, but they're mostly former Chivas fans who achieve as USA fans, clearly, who don't have a history of any success or any history, really. I get that. I would say this. Spitting. Right. Throwing stuff over the edge on purpose. Mm-hmm. Fighting people. Not acceptable. Right. Here's the thing, man. If you were looking for a fight, you'll find one. Sure. But you can't be like throwing it down. Because there's kids and there's families There's literally and dudes such. going, I have children under here. Yeah. Yeah. That That's when you get thrown off the goddamn uh, uh, balcony and no one's going to feel bad for you. Right. And that again, this is how see this is how this happens. Yeah, because exactly. all of a sudden it's like I I know a few yeah. of those dudes that were on the this edge. Is exactly. Maybe I accidentally it, bump them as I'm walking exactly through. Exactly. Having said that, I, I I would not throw like spitting over the edge, which is a report I heard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Multiple and, times now. And, and on purpose yeah. throwing and, stuff and, over. And they have on their side and acknowledge that it happened. And accidentally, you know, spilling beer and some of it gets down. Sure. Not the same galaxy. Not uh, yeah, the same they're different. Thing. I agree. You and I, I think, have a different approach to what their fan base is like. I don't have a problem with their fan base. I like their fan base. I've met a few nice people that happen to be LAFC I haven't met fans. any assholes. That's what uh, I'm saying. Here's the thing. But they clearly exist, and they it, it keeps happening. They're not they're not self-regulating the way they claim to be. It's part of the, you, like, the whole me, thing in numbers. Let me I put think. it like this. Me and you pull some of this crap in 35. There are multiple people asking us to leave. There you go. Straight up. Why is nobody our, doing uh, that? Our own people. Our own fans yes. asking us to leave because they don't want to be associated with that kind of behavior. Why That's a really is good no, point. Why is nobody doing that up there? Why doesn't that exist? It's it's a toddler. <laughs> it's it's, I, right. it's a toddler. Let's let's move on. I think it's, we've it's talked. A, of, it's a toddler I, yeah. fan base. I mean, it's a sure. two-year-old fan base. Right? They're, they're you, terrible twos. The hell do you expect? They're in their terrible yeah. twos. Give so, them give them a year or two. See what? Happens. I mean, that's actually a really good point. It, it's it's just embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. You know, you take us back in like '07. I would like. Who, who's I mean, going to regulate whom? I get. I get, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you actually have a point. There you go. All right, let's, 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 let's we get into the rest of the game. The game we yet. haven't touched the game. We have 40 minutes into this So thing. A, quick, a quick pro that came yeah, it's gonna from this week yeah. is, is on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, our boy Netum yeah. got himself a little team of the week, love. Yeah. Um, you you actually said something that I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, as I announced, as I told you, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I, that was surprising. Or I didn't see that coming or something along those lines. And even now as I'm reading comments, it was like, 
That's probably for the Seattle game. Yeah, and, and I be. and I think that's what it is. I think he had an outstanding Seattle it's the game. Of the week, sure. Not the weekend, right? Um, but still, kind of a nice, nice little shout out. Uh, starting CB pairing. What does it look like for you? Because at this point, I have no idea anymore. Oh, I have. I'm a hundred percent certain. Nedim Silva. Yeah, no. Nedim Glad. Yeah. Huh. That, that there's no question in my mind. Nedim is our best defensive player. I agree. Well, is Everton a defensive player? Center back. Center back. Nedim is our best center back. Or left back or right back. Okay. He, he's like, the you're best. You're talking like the proper, defensive line. Yes. Okay. A, a non midfield or forward defense, a non goalie defensive player. Sure. Uh, I mean, look, if a defensive midfielder's primary and uh, beyond only job was defense mm. he would be it too everton mm. is better because he's got the both way thing going sure he also does one so on netum in my mind is by far our best defensive player hands down no problems no questions yep. like no debate about it and then i think at this point justin glad and the, the, this is one of those things where i've changed my mind throughout the months of the year this year specifically Thanks for specifying what year we're in. Justin Glad is a much, much, in my opinion, better pairing with Nedim in the bed. Because it becomes a matter of who's the best pairing with Nedim in that bed. Right, yeah. And it it is clearly Justin Glad in my mind. There's no, I think he's obviously younger. I think he's quicker. Right. I think he's less skilled than Silva. Sure. But... I'm more skilled than Justin Glad. That's not a compliment to me. Sure, sure. It's it's more of a an indicator of he's, his lack of yeah. confidence on the ball. He, he's he's just tall and lurky and, and athletic at the same time. For sure, it's like a he's, weird he's got good pace. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got he's got decent pace. I mean, when you compare him to uh, compare him to Silva, right? Like he, that, he's that, also faster than most people give him credit to. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he he will make more mistakes than Silva. Right. But he will also come up with more big plays than Silva at the same time. He, and I, I think his net of mistakes or big positive plays to mistakes is above that of Silva. Okay. That I mean, I'm picking up what you're putting down, I suppose. Um I I like I remember those big, you know, M Silva like getting a red or giving up a you know, penalty or I, I don't know. He I feel like he was always kinda due for a a mistake and i feel like he's really tightened that up um i think okay if i may for a from, second from here. at least from what i can tell ever since he grew those locks out m silva he, he hasn't had a, he hasn't had a decent game really i i feel like he's he's i don't know more like conf i don't know i i feel like he's making less mistakes than when he used to i'm clearly joking i'm a bold-headed man okay right i get that it's just i it's i don't I guess your joke you, wasn't you're not very. Good. You're not very good at joking. No, anyways. Any, yes. So you, to your question, I think there's this clear, simple answer to what is the best pairing in the back for us. From mm-hmm. my perspective, it's it's Justin Glad and Nedum. Do you do you disagree with either of those two? Hey, stop shaking the table. It's being picked up, roasted on air. Bro, it's being picked up, man. Why are you why are you disrespecting the people? I got the headset on. It wasn't good. Anyway, proceed. Uh, I don't governor. know, man. I I still don't know. I um, I think we tend to be a more physical, uh, you know, very brawny uh defense when we have Nedum and Silva, 
Uh, and Silva comes up big. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly don't know. It, it's I think of the Seattle game where Glad got the start, and obviously the LAFC game where M Silva got the start. And there's obviously an outcome I prefer, you know, i.e. the win where Glad was playing. But I don't know if that was because of Glad. Um, I, I think it's one of those things that I definitely want to. Well, well, why don't I track. spit some numbers at you? Yes. Sure, spit some numbers. Bro. Our our boy Matthew Doyle, from the Major League Soccer Propaganda Network. Mm-hmm. wrote this and this was uh, written at 10.02 p.m. on August the 17th so that would be uh, Saturday I think right mm-hmm. wouldn't it yeah two days ago in the 2019 regular season Real Salt Lake are 11 3 and 3 comma plus 19 goal differential when Justin Glad plays. You following? I am. 11-3-3 plus yep. 19. Yep. When he does not, they are 1-7-1. Sure. With a negative 15 goal differential. Right. Let me re- no, no, I got, I got it. We're a lot better with Glad on the field. About, I'm talking to the other rest of the people here. Eleven wins, mm. three ties, right. three losses with Glad in the, if my math is correct, seventeen games he played since when? Uh, in uh, 2019, this year. How many games have we played? I don't know. I'm going off Matthew. I Doyle just get here. that. That math doesn't seem to. Okay, keep going. Plus 19 goals and 171. So one loss, seven losses, one tie. Wait, that, that's how it goes, right? Yeah. And negative 15 goal differential. So that's nine. And up there we have 17. That's 26 games. I'm assuming he means all games, Open Cup and friendlies and whatnot here. Yeah, it's like 25 out of 26 played or whatever. Yep. So, I mean, there's that. He goes on to say that's Chara-esque. Chara obviously being... Yeah, Diego Chara. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's also like you have to... It, like, and that this this is a point where I'm just having a hard time remembering the entirety of the season thus far. Like, does yeah. that mean M. Silva was playing? Is it like the blowout games? And You know what I mean? Like, there are... There are instances that I feel like you can hide things in numbers and stats, and don't get me wrong. Like, that's a really good, um, you know, like a really good yeah, like metric. No, I get all. that. You know, uh, statistics can tell you whatever you want them to tell you. Right. But these are pretty clean and clear statistics. Sure. You know, there, there, there's games he plays, there's times he didn't play, and these are statistics. And I'm honestly not even going off statistics statistics of late because i again statistics who who knows who else did or didn't play during those games right that's what i mean like what was the other you know 10 yeah 10 guys was it so and and who did we play and how sure back to back and all these things a lot of these things can that can impact these things having said that i think it's a large enough sample size with a very clear set of differentiators yeah it's 
like when he but he when he's on he's on but i think of like early season glad and yeah you know like, very early season glad i think i was calling for him not to play for sure um, but i i think has... for me it's one of those things i just want to monitor and just keep an eye on i'm yeah. i like what m silva brings and just depth at CBs. I, I like great. what M Silva brings. I think he's a really good backup. What else we get? Like, we have well, a, there was a little like, poll. We're fifty hours, fifty minutes in. We haven't touched the hours. game barely. Jeez. Go ahead. About the game. Aaron Herrera. Yeah. So you, who the, who well, owes whom a burrito? Well, there's still five days left of voting. We're so not gonna leave that up. For we're five leaving days. that up. No for, one's no. Gonna, yes, people no are listening. Go vote. vote. People are gonna vote. They're yeah. gonna go find it. You Aaron Herrera know. was had a good game. Go so, vote. Yeah. Also, you put yes. Whoever. It's real close. Like 56 to or 54 to 46. So yeah, real close. Real neck and did neck. Did you think it was gonna be anywhere near that close? By the way, so yes. before before yeah, we I keep did. before mm-hmm. we keep going. Um, there could be people on this here podcast who didn't understand what we're talking about. Right. So, last podcast, which mm-hmm. was the post-match quickie post-match on Saturday quickie. Yeah. after the LAFC game, you and I had serious differentiated opinions. Let's call it that. I mean, yeah, if you want to abuse the English language, we can call it that. We and, had different opinions. And different opinions specifically around whether Aaron Herrera had a good or bad game. Correct. You thought he was actually the worst guy on the field, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, yeah, very close. And too. I thought he was not only not the worst guy on the field, I thought he had a pretty good game. Now, I, I do understand how, you know, you you know, someone's simple mind gets carried away with the fact that he got a red, excuse me, red card. Mm-hmm. And thus oversees and allows that to overshadow the rest of his good performance. Okay. But no, you insisted. You didn't think you didn't think it would be that close. You, you thought no. You I, thought, I, I thought I thought this is exactly where it was going to be. I thought really? Was, I thought it was going to be a six to four vote uh, that he did have a good game. Yeah, it's not quite that, but I get what you're getting at. Um, you you accused me of knowing. He had a bad game. Sure. And just saying things yeah. to instigate an argument. I still think that a little bit. Um, Are you not watching so the vote? I, I read the comments. And, okay, longtime friend of the show, Levi, says something like, hey, uh, I forget his exact comment, but it ends with, I know just this, this is going to get uh, the baker. Uh, Levi ro- is an awesome guy. What's awesome, up, Levi? Awesome guy. How's we got to get Levi back on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, he's actually, he's, he, he tunes in regularly, but he's like, yeah. he, I forget the comment. He was like, uh, yeah, I'm here despite it, the little bit. Insta- he he agreed, but he also was there sure, despite. Yeah. Sure. All I'm getting at is, as a defender, so there was also like the ratings thing that the RSL Soapbox does, and I think they gave Herrera a 4.5 out of 10. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. Who gave him that? The I, fans? Or the, no, no, the, no. The, I, I think the, an author. Oh, that's just... Well, here's Which the f- one? I don't know. They have a lot. but uh, That is just dumb. So I thought it was too high. That is okay. How, okay, as a defender, you, getting you a red should, card, giving you, up a PK, hey, how is that not hey, one so of the worst? Boss, the baker might be looking for a gig. <laughs> how is that? Interested? How is not that the worst thing a defender can do? So you single-handedly it are responsible is. for a goal. It is. You are playing down a man, or you're playing. But he equal. also stopped like two sure goals before. I that. don't remember him stopping two sure goals. I remember him beat. covering after being beat. But I don't. Th- okay, yeah, he did have the th- the clearance off. Off, off the line, off the line yeah. that one time, and then he did the thing with his hands. Similarly, right after, stopped the goal with his hands, which actually ended up being lucky because it got VAR'd. Yeah. Um, no, I I still stick to the fact that I think he had a pretty abysmal game. Um, I think Arsenal Nation is actually taking it pretty easy on him. I go read the comments. Read the read the. How many comments are there? I think there's like ten or fifteen. Okay. How many uh, votes are there? 
I don't know, like 250, it's I think. North 300. I don't think it's north of 300. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't right matter. It I doesn't matter. I just, my phone. <laughs> I just yeah, I just check. also shut down my laptop. Um, it's fine. I I am really disappointed that Herrera is now has to serve a red card suspension, um, especially against Colorado. Oh, really? I think that's the best team to serve a red card I suspension I think... Against. Earlier this season when Colorado was a tire fire, absolutely. The Colorado attack is dangerous. Um, mm. They brought that kid in. I think he plays either the center or the right from uh, NYCFC. I think they signed him to a permanent contract. Like They have some attacking options now, and it would be nice to have you know, some experienced left-back uh, options, but or right-back, I should say. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm worried. I, I get it. Colorado is better now than they were before. I think a lot better than they were before. Yeah, but they also have a coach that isn't going on TV saying he's got a bunch of bottom players. Um, Watch that guy be our coach next year. The uh, no, no. Okay, Watch. stop that. Watch. You, you, why do you keep sad tracking us? I don't. I, I think regardless what Colorado does the rest of the year, they they know they're not making the playoffs. So yada yada yada. We, so that's the it's, most it's dangerous team. Let's not get into that game just yet. What are the talking points that we have about Bofo not playing? Question mark. What's up with that? I don't get it. I think Bofo. Yeah. There's only one guy mm-hmm. in my mind. Let me go on the record to saying this. Say of, it. Offensively. On the record. Off. You're officially on the records. So everything you say, if you post this, it's gonna be it's gonna be in the judiciary system because you're on the record. As far as offensive needs of the team, yeah. Are you hearing? Are you listening? Yeah, yeah. Offensive let me, needs. Let me adjust team. my stop, microphone. No, stop messing with the mic, man. I'm messing with it. All right, Arsenal Nation, Scarflock Nation, the Baker. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Offensively. All of the team of Real Salt Lake, I think there's only one player more important that has to be on the field at all times than Bofo Sacedo. Sam Johnson? Jefferson. Jefferson. So you're saying Bofo is more important offensively to the team than Sam Johnson? Yes. Dude, what's in that beer, man? I thought I just got the regular, like... I think he's more offensively important than Albert Rushniak. He's more okay. offensively important than Damir Krylak. He's clearly more offensively important in my book than Corey Baird. Mm-hmm. Kid Corey. Love the kid. So, yeah, those are all fine. But Sam Johnson yes. and Jefferson Sabrina are the two. No. Oh, but no, no, no. Yeah, number that's, one, that's one is Jefferson Johnson. Jefferson um, Sabrina. Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. You uh, gotta, let's put you, that player on the field. You got to stop. You got to so, stop drinking while we're num- doing this. Num- number one is... Jefferson Savarino, uh-huh. by far, easily, hands down. Okay, yeah. Number one, most important. I'm not saying overall. Right, I'm just offensive saying, threat. I'm just saying offensively, most important player we have to uh-huh. in the field is Jefferson Savarino. Number two is Bofu Sacedo, in my head, in my right. mind. Okay. And I think, that, uh, yeah, number three is probably Sam Johnson. I better be. Yeah. Like, what, okay, well, I mean, what it's is also dude- Albert Rushniak. No, okay, the Sam Johnson when he's healthy, there is a the, the, there he's is getting like a goal a game. Listen, I, I think there's a replacement for Sam Johnson. I think there's a replacement for Bofo Saseda. You're taking a drastic uh, downsizing or down quality 
to uh, to uh, Sosedo. I think Corey Beard, skill wise, speed wise, uh-huh. I don't know, accuracy wise, sure, is a significant significant downgrade from Bofo Sosedo at okay. the same so, position. So who's a similar level to Sam Johnson at striker when he's not playing? I think the Mir Krylog you're, is... You're, you're high. Hold on. You're high. Hold on. The Mir Krylog uh-huh. replacing Sam Johnson right. is more serviceable than Corey Beard replacing Bofo Sosedo. Think about that. You want me to repeat sure. it? Sure. You know, I, I, you don't need to repeat it. I, I got it. I just, I think you are discrediting arguably the most important offensive player now that he's actually rolling on the team. If, Except if, for Jefferson. Jefferson if, is kind of key to the whole integ- whole so operation. We, okay, we agree. Jefferson is a no-brainer, right. number one, but most like important. Sam okay, Johnson, so hold, hold on, a hold on, goal hold on. a game, dude. Hold on for just a second. Uh-huh. All right. So let's just say uh, we're playing four three three. Let me let me let me give you two different scenarios of a top three, front three. Sure. We agree on the right is Jefferson. Sure. All right. So now we have two options in middle and left. It's a must-win game. We're playing. Say, okay. So say, say, you saying say, must-win? Say, say we're playing a Galaxy at home. Okay, Galaxy at home. Perfect. November fifth. November fifth. Yeah. Some year. So you got so, yet you so get yet, you MLS got, Cup. Not yet. The MLS Cup is like a month later. This is playoffs. Okay. So you're playing Jefferson Wright. Let's okay, just Okay, Jefferson Wright. Ignore cool. everything behind that front line. Well, so, uh, that's that's kinda hard to do. You need well, to assume, you, who is attacking midfielder? Assume Albert. Okay, that's 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 a faulty assumption at this point. Uh, I'm assuming time, Okay, half the time assume, it's, it's I'm, the mirror. I'm these assuming days. Albert. Okay. And I'm assuming. Well, see, this is where because now you have to try to put people elsewhere. I'm just talking about like, your most optimal the top m- three. The most optimal it doesn't include Albert Rusch, I guess, or attacking midfielder. Okay, but that's that's, All right. that's okay. not a, okay. That's not All a right. top keep three. Going. Keep going. That you keep. have to get to the top four. Sure, to keep going. Him. Okay, you have an option between uh-huh. Savarino on the right. Okay, Severino on the right. We've got that one nailed in. You don't have to. You don't have now to. Now you're talking it. about number nine in the left front. All right, here are your options. Okay, you can have Sam Johnson in the middle. Okay, and Corey Beard on the left. Okay, or mm-hmm. no mixing matchy here. Okay, the Mia Krylak in the middle. Okay, both of us on the left. What do you take? I do must win game. I want Sam Johnson on the field. It's a mu- it's a must win game. I want with, I want Sam okay. Johnson on with the field. Corey on the left. With Corey on the left. Over Bofo Over Bofo because Corey is a serviceable winger. I think he's a garbage striker. I I he he requires way too many chances to find the back of the net, and it's a problem he had when he first started playing with Real Salt Lake, that I think was hidden by the fact that we had so much so many chances created, and you know he ended up getting the Rookie of the Year. Uh, I think he's a serviceable, you know, attacking wing. I think he's a garbage number nine. So when we play him a striker, right, let me ask you a different question. Here. Okay, let me ask you this: It's a two-on-two game. It's a two-on-two game. Okay. Okay. Uh, team A versus Team B. Okay, so a scenario that will never happen in the MLS. Cool. No, not the MLS. Like well, it's, it's all a I care practice about. Game, okay, small practice goals. game. Yes. Right. Small team, goals. Two v two. Team A has the Mia Krylak uh-huh. and Bofus Sasedo. Okay. 
team B yeah. has Sam Johnson. Okay. And Corey Baird. Yeah, that's obvious, that obviously the mere cry like in Bofo. Okay. Then what the hell is the question with the other one? Well, you're saying a must-win game. I want to strike. Quite no, 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 no. They're wildly different because you have two guys. You also have to play defense. Like it's it's checkmate Arsenal nation. Let's no. keep moving no, on. No, it's not checkmate Arsenal. They also stop yelling. We keep blowing. We're, we're blowing people's speakers out. It it's 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 wildly yeah, different. It's a le- it's not checkmate. Yeah. You create these weird. We, you we, we you create on. these weird scenarios that have no real world implications. It's just standard debate one <laughs> No, it's lost. not. You it's lost. it's. I'm pretty sure it's a logical fallacy. If it's, I don't know which one off the top of my head, but I'm pretty it's, sure it it's, is. It's okay to lose. It, I agree. It's okay to lose. I just don't think I've lost any argument or anything. The scenario. No, no. You, it's the two scenarios you described are wildly different. Wildly different. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> There's no defensive play. Uh, by the way, if two you v two, two v two has defense. A two v two game versus my my number three, my three options up front. Right. So a two v two also requires the two to play let, defense. Okay. Let me put it like this. I don't think Sam Johnson is better than the Mir and Bofo combined. That's just what. That's not a realistic scenario. Would it be safe to say you would like? Sam Johnson on the middle and Bofo on the left. Would you take this? Yeah, would yeah, you take but then, on a two on two, would you take would you take Johnson and Bofo over mm-hmm. the Mir and uh Corey? Say that again? That one you actually need to say again. Sam Johnson uh-huh. and Bofo okay. over the Mir and Corey. Yeah, of course. Those are my two preferred options, and those are my By two the way, starters. I, I, I do agree with you that Sam Johnson has to start right. at number nine. Yeah, my whole, must win. That whole point right. was that Bofo yeah. has no okay. no business do sitting you, on the bench mm. while Corey Beard here's, plays. Here's the problem. Can I just like because I think this tours into ties into our next like two points. It's Sam no start slash fitness. Corey Baird yeah, start. Get into it. Okay, here, here are the fundamental is. You see Corey Baird on the field, and you assume he's taking Bofo's spot. That That isn't what happened last game. So Sam Johnson not starting, probably because he's not 90 minutes fit because of the injury. Let's acknowledge that as a fact. So Sam Johnson isn't starting. That means you have realistically either Corey Baird as, a, as our attacking midfielder, or you have uh, Demir Krylock as our, or not attacking midfielder, as our uh, number nine. It's either Corey or Demir. In the last game, it was Corey. And Bofo's spot was really taken by uh, Albert Rushnak. That's the whole attacking midfielder. The dude hasn't been a out-and-out attacking, mid- attacking midfielder okay. for us in a very long time. So Albert took Bofo's spot. Jefferson is still obviously the number one choice on the right. We're playing Corey at, as our quote-unquote striker, which I think is asinine. Stupid. And then Demir Krylog is that attacking midfielder. I.e. Albert's role. That the whole and, thing and then, seems weird. And well, no, it's it's how they've been playing for a while now. And then they all, and this is where I think the real benefit of RSL attack comes in. They all have a lot of freedom to move. Uh, Demir, uh, uh, yeah. Albert Rushnak, and uh, Corey Baird all rotate pretty regularly in the attack, yeah. and it's awesome but to say bofo is lost his spot to Corey baird i think is simplifying what is actually going on well uh, i'm a simple guy i get I like that i i think things. really what happened is 
Sam Johnson isn't 90 minutes fit, and what is the what is the most optimal way? So if Sam Johnson way? was 90 minutes fit, well, I think what's, Ho- what's that got to do with both? Okay, if Sam Johnson isn't 90 minute 90 is, well, is okay is 90 minutes fit, I think we see Sam Johnson and the other three stay exactly as they are, and Corey Baird sit on the bench. That's I think what happens. So where is uh, Bofo playing? Bofo's on the bench. So I think uh, I think our ideal how from what I've seen of the team lately and hey, how what, Freddie wants how about the team this? play. Let's do two things real quick. You uh. keep talking while I go get us a couple of beers. All right. And then when I come back, I'm going to do a giveaway. But you keep talking for about okay, 30 well, seconds. All right. It's a weird flex, but okay. I think okay, don't don't slam things on the table. It's not a good look. Uh, I think I think our ideal attacking for whatever you want to call it at this point is uh Sam Johnson, Demir Krylock, um Jefferson Savarino, Albert Rushnak. Bofo and Corey sitting on the bench. Sam Johnson number mm-hmm. 9 obviously. Yeah. Yep. Jefferson Savarino on the right. Demir Krylock attacking midfielder quote unquote and then Albert Rushnak on the left. That's what RSL's attacking for ideally looks like. I think it I think from what I've seen of how Freddie and before Mike got fired, how Mike was playing them. I'm not asking what you have noticed them do. I'm asking what you I, think it should I, be. Before, and I, before and we, before I, I like we continue that. I do like quick. that. So we have two beers. Um, we're the both squatters. We have the Provo Girl Pilsner or the Chasing Tail Golden Ale, both from squatters. Which one do you want? Left. I can't Provo see. Girl, I don't know. Provo Girl Pilsner? Sure, I'll take a Pils. Waters, call me. Now, let's do a giveaway. All I'm saying is I'm okay with that attacking for and I think it's strong. I'm not, but that's beyond the point. This is the people's show. Okay. Let's talk about the people. So I have a few extra scarves that Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten rid of yet. It's weird giving away scarves when it's 108 outside. Right. The first person who um, replies with a comment on the Facebook page and tells us their ideal front four. This is assuming a 4-3-3, basically. So we need the left wing, the right wing, the number nine, and the 10 right behind them. Right. My, if I may. You may not. I will anyways. Front four (laughs) ideal is Albert Rushnak at 10, Mm -hmm. drawing the strings, Mm -hmm. drawing the plays, Mm -hmm. Savarino on the right, most skilled player RSL has had since Burrito. Okay. Sam Johnson in the middle is number nine as the killer, as the finisher. Mm. And then both was Sacedo on the left. Yeah. That's my top four. That's sure. my front four. Right. Tell us what your front four are. The first person who does it will IM you or will let you know and then just uh, write us your address and you got a scarf couple you of actually, days later. You actually have to send it, bro. Boom, roasted. <laughs> They're always sent. Okay, I'm just saying. Anyway, I think that knocked out a lot of I think that knocked out a lot of points that we were had about the game and I don't did you did you have anything else you want to talk to about the game? What else do we have in the I'm sure there was some things. I thought no, that I was... thought Nick Romano had a good game. Yeah. I thought uh, our defense was okay. I thought our offensive creativity was non existent. Mm-hmm. I was listening to the post match um interview uh with uh, uh Freddie and he, he was admitting that he might have over 
committed and oversimplified, basically, is what I heard from him. Uh, the game after they went down to 10, 10 men. I've, I've, once LAFC went down 10 games. That's 10 what men. I mean. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So he wanted too much, too quickly at that point. It didn't work out. So that that's good and refreshing to hear again. No, there's not much. I mean, look, we lost to a better team. Yeah. I thought just judging by the way the game went, 2-1 would have been a more fair score. Well, I think we had a chance to win that thing. Right. But a 2-1 would have been a more fair reflection of the mm-hmm. game. Yeah, we didn't get blown out. If that was a fair reflection of the current stat status of each team, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it, it's at uh, this moment. I I think to me we failed to capitalize on on the being the man up, and I think it was one of those things where it's like, oh, we're man up, we're at home, uh, we've kind of we're generating some attack, and everyone just got way too eager. Like we, if I may, we uh, blew our load too early. That's a weird way to put it, but yeah, um, no, it was it was accurate nonetheless. It, it and then all of a sudden, you know, they spring that counter. We kind of lose the ball pretty cheaply. I think I rewatched their their first. Well, it's not their first goal. The penalty that led to their first goal. Um, I watched it, you know, a few times, and yeah, it's clearly a red card. Um, and clearly a penalty. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it happened inside the box. Um, no, it was it was like we had way too many dudes in the attack, and I think everyone was just like looking for that killer finishing pass. And I don't know. I, I think if they'd waited 10, 15 more minutes and, and, you know, let elevation do its job a little longer and, and tire these dudes out, we could have uh, we could have snagged the first goal. And I think that radically changes that game. I don't think we make that same mistake next time, though. That's yeah. why I'm okay with that. Yeah. I get it. It was it was okay. Now I I think one of the reasons no so no more comments on that specific game. I thought mm. support was good. I thought LAFC fans were good. You disagree? Evil. I thought we again blew our load way too early with uh, going a man up. We thought we had to capitalize right away. We had 45 minutes. All we needed was one goal. And I think one of the many reasons, so the major reasons, I feel okay about the weekend is. Um, we got everyone, bailed out. We got bailed out multiple times by multiple teams in multiple cities. Almost everything went our over way. Over multiple games. Should we review some of those? I'm just so, going to read it off as, as efficiently as I can. These are teams in, in very... You have to remember, mm-hmm. the Western Conference, th- there's... One the, point. There's the top spot. Mm-hmm. Taken. Two through eight. Easy, easily eight, if not nine. Prior to this weekend, was like within three or four points. Between two and, and eight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Meaning second seed to the eighth. Uh, eighth being out of the playoffs. Right. I uh, I made the statement, I think, earlier in the year that the difference between seventh and eighth was going to be less than three points. It was going to be less than a, a win. At this seventh point. Seventh and eighth, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Like the difference between making the playoffs and not making the playoffs. It, it was going to be, you know what I'm trying to get at? Yeah, no, yeah. no. Three points. There's going to be three less than points three points between seventh and eighth spot. Right. Yes. At this point, I'm willing to bet, actually, that it's going to be the exact same amount of points. I think we go to tiebreakers for who makes the playoffs. Uh, it has happened multiple years before. So, I, yeah. I would be shocked if Absolutely. that doesn't happen. Yeah, anyway, let's get into the rest, of the, the rest of the league here. Portland uh, played uh, Atlanta, so Portland hosted oh, Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, this one was kind of huge because Portland is on the rise, and they have a ton of, I think like they have like the next like 
eight games at home or something. Eight out of nine. They have one away. Right. At the very end. No, no, no. Nine out of ten. They have one away game left this whole year. And the rest are home, and and they're really banking on winning home games. So to see them drop points at home against Atlanta was huge for us. Oh, it was beautiful. Um, Houston, Colorado, our next uh, opponent this week, 2-2. Beautiful. Just when you think you'd never want Colorado to do well, they do this, and you're like, oh, that's really good. And then you get to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, SKC uh, faced San Jose, and SKC actually did us a huge favor by winning, which yeah. kind of feels it feels weird, but San Jose uh, is, is kind of naked. I think they're, they're the spot right behind us, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it's okay, because... Uh, Kansas City fans will still bring up 2013. <laughs> right. Um, they're, they're funny. They're a funny bunch. Yeah, it, literally any time they lose, it's like, 2013. Yeah. That, they, that's what they sound like. Uh, L.A., the L.A. Galaxy, faced Seattle. Oh, that was such a in beautiful. Seattle. That was such a delicate score. But what was it? 2-2. And L.A. Galaxy ended up going down a man very early uh, with a red card. Forget all that, man. So if, if LA Galaxy wins that game with us losing, having been tied on points before this game, that means, and, and they're ahead of us because they had one more win. That right. means LA Galaxy is suddenly three points ahead of us because and, we lost, yeah. and they have the tiebreaker on the win. Actually, sure. in this case, they would have two wins on us with right. three points. Right. Which basically means the chances of catching LA Galaxy drastically High. drop. No, before oh, yeah, if they yeah, had yeah. one. Now, yeah. Right, now they're one point ahead of us. Right. So they're within striking with one distance. One win. For sure. So if they don't win the next game and mm-hmm. we do, we overtake the Galaxy. Right. And it's to be clear, a lot of these Western Conference teams are playing each other. Well, who's the Galaxy playing next week? The uh yeah, they're playing LAFC. Yeah. Um on Saturday. And to be clear, LAFC has to play San Jose on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm really hoping that they don't phone that one in. Any other? Uh, well, Minnesota, Orlando, one-one, so at, it keeps Minnesota within striking distance. At home, Minnesota, right? For, right, and that's they were, about as they good were dominating as dominating that, that game too. That's, doesn't matter, but that's about as good as that score could have gotten. I mean, it would be nice if Orlando had beat them somehow magically, but, but sure, at this point, I'm getting game. greedy. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> right. Um, I cannot believe Orlando actually got a point out of that game because we watched like the first sixty or seventy minutes. Yeah, yeah. It Orlando was, had no business being no, in that game. None. None whatsoever. Um, and then Montreal faced FC Dallas 3-3. Another one. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it's one of those, like FC Dallas, I feel like it's one of those teams that could just very easily go on, you know, a bit of a point tear and all of a sudden, boom, they're right there. I think they're like sixth right now. Yeah, but um, see, I, I think th- this is a thing I like about the league right now. This mm-hmm. year versus like five years ago, a team like FC Dallas cannot go on enough of a tear to win the cup. I I would same thing with if I may, mm-hmm. an 09 RSL. I don't th- I I think the league is right now too good, right, for flukes for you to get in and just fluke your way through. Right. Cuz what? Especially uh, with the single elimination format. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually no, the single elimination format might help the fluke. But there's I, I think too it's many. the I, home I th- away I, thing that's no longer there. I, I think there are too many good teams in there. Like So what, you fluke your way through, I don't know, say Seattle and RSL mm-hmm. or Portland, 
then you hit on someone like LAFC. Yeah, but and then what? You get Atlanta. I mean, that's a sure. lot of fluky. Yeah, yeah, for sure. At, at some at some point, you gotta, you know, you gotta just be able to play. I get what you're getting at. Um, I do, do think you though? I do. You and I do talk. You? I do. I do. You and I talked about this. I want to say like a few weeks ago. I have never been more certain that a supporter shield winner will not be the MLS Cup champion. Oh, then this year? Yeah. L like LAFC is is good, don't get me wrong, but there is something mentally weak about that team. Yeah. I I can't figure it out, but like a let high pressure single let elimination me, let, game. Okay, let me ask you this question. Ask uh, me a question. Name your top 3 or 4 teams from the West. Hmm. About whom you would not be surprised if they were the Western Conference champions. Yeah, not shocked, surprised. I wouldn't be teams. I wouldn't be surprised from the West. I mean, like here, my Homer glasses are gonna be really. No, showing. no, 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 no Homer glasses. L, uh, RSL out of the picture. Really? Yeah. Because I do think RSL actually has a I'll realistic be, I'll chance. I'd be shocked. Um, I think LA Galaxy. Yes, there's one. I think the way they're currently playing, potentially Minnesota. I'd be shocked. San Jose is, I'd be is, shocked. is playing really well. Even more. Um, and then Portland is just trending so overall pretty positively. I think they hit some big teams who they can't break down. But for the most part, I think they're playing really well. So you would be more shocked if the LAFC won the cup uh -huh. than Portland Timbers. Yeah, I just I even this last weekend. I'm not, I'm not asking for projections. Mm -hmm. I'm literally shock factor. Yeah, I guess no, I wouldn't be more shocked. Well, like, that, yeah. that, that was my question. I get I get what you're getting at. It it it's I just I'm, I'm trying to be realistic How about, about it from the east. East, same question. NYCFC, Atlanta, Philadelphia, New York Red Bulls. New York Red Bulls. Oh, really? Yeah, I think DC. Red Bulls over DC? Yeah, DC's been kind of sucking it up lately. So you have named for, let's just say six themes here. Sure. What do you think the chances are of someone outside of those six winning the cup this year? I mean, it's the MLS, so right. probably pretty Considering high. Considering all that. Um, I think less than half, honestly. I, I think I am 60% sure... Scratch that. I am 70% sure that out of the six to eight teams I may or may not have named, the MLS champion is there. You named six. Okay. So I, I th I'm i I'm three-quarters sure that the MLS champion is but that's in six, that group. Six out of 14, I think. Yeah. I mean, so it's that's not a high. It's just math. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's the nature of the league. Like, it's just uh, a lot of it, I think, is going to come down to the seeding this year, as weird as that sounds. So I would say that anyone outside the top spots mm -hmm. in each 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 conference has to, let's say, win one, two, three, four games mm -hmm. or series. Games. Games. Um, before yeah, four four games, and uh, my projections are this: LAFC obviously takes the top spot in the West, top right. spot overall. I think Atlanta takes the top stop in the uh, top spot in the East. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to have a lineup of Philly and NYCFC, two and three mm -hmm. in the East. In the West, you're going to have, uh, I wish it was us, but I'm thinking LA Galaxy 
and probably someone like a Portland. I can totally see them make a late run. Right. Any one of those six teams, and I'm I'm uh, I'm taking my Homer glasses off here because mm-hmm. I think RSL could beat any of those teams in a one match series. Right. Which is not a series, a one match, home or away. We can I shock for home. Yeah. If any one of those, anyone outside of those six make uh, or win the cup, I'll be shocked. And if anyone outside of LAFC, LA Galaxy, well, again, without the Homer glasses on, mm-hmm. so LAFC, LA Galaxy, Atlanta, right? Probably Philly. Any one of those four wins the cup, I'll be completely surprised. I would actually bet a good amount of my money right now with very small odds on that on that bet right now. Right. Because I, I just think it's not going to happen. It doesn't. I think that the league is still super evened out. Sure. But not to that extent. It just takes too much. There's four rounds you have to go through. Right. I mean, I get what you're getting at. But it, it's, I, I, I look at Real Salt Lake last year where we were all just about playing with house money, and that was, like, the mantra. It, like, we almost we went were to like the... like, 12 inches away from winning the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Western Conference, like, finals, it would have been us in Portland had, you know, what's-his-face, had a, a Beasler, Beasler been comfortable shooting with his non-dominant foot. Um, nah, man. It, a it's, foot away. Yeah, it's a weird league. Anything can happen, and I'm just genuinely excited to see what yeah, the playoffs should be like. fun. I just hope we're still in it. And at this point, I feel pretty confident. Yeah, same here. Uh right, homie. What all the talking points do we have? Because we're about an hour twenty in. I think the last else? thing I want to bring up is Colorado. I think oh, yeah. you, I think you Coming and I up. have very different views on Colorado. So we're going to the Rio Tinto Stadium this Saturday. We is. Should be a grand old time. We just lost to uh, LAFC. Yes, sir. We are still in fourth spot. Yes, sir. Going into Saturday. Yes, sir. Facts. And You're just saying facts at this point. We got LAFC playing LA Galaxy. We got Seattle playing Portland. Mm-hmm. I mean, all teams around us. Yep. We, Heineken rivalry week, actually. We we can't have all of them winning three points that sure. weekend, which is convenient because they quite literally and possibly cannot win all three points around us. Right. Can't have can't have a can't have two winners for one game. And we are at home. We are playing Colorado Rapids. Absolutely, Colorado Rapids, not good, not good this year. Also, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. a team with nothing to lose. The most dangerous kind of team. Super dangerous team. And like this is the I honestly think this is the last thing that they care about. I think if you're this, this is their MLS Cup. I think if you're a Colorado fan and you're like, "What is the one thing you are hoping to get?" Rocky Mountain Cup. They won't get it. So I agree, I, but I don't think we're walking away three points. But I I'll think, get into that. Whoa, hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, well, no, no, no. We just got into that. Okay, so tell me, she, what my, you, my, tell, tell me what in the hell are you talking mm-hmm. about? So Herrera red card. Yes, uh, I think. I think Which we could put Toya back in his regular position. Sure, but now that's Brooks Lennon on the other side. It's a, still a defensive liability. Yeah. Um I think I think it's one of those games that RSL will like overlook in classic RSL fashion because we've been p- trending so positively. And I think and I think the 
the thinking in the locker room as the LAFC game was a one-off. We're still this really good, highly positively trending team. Everyone's super confident, which I hope is the case, but I could see them easily overlooking Colorado, whereas Colorado is, I mean, they leak goals. Like, that is a thing that they do, but the Colorado this stage in the year versus earlier is they're also capable of scoring goals. Um, and I don't think we're used to seeing the Colorado side that's confident on the ball in the attack. Um, I I envision a 2-2 game that feels like a loss. Yeah, I went there. A 2-2 game would be a loss. Uh, yeah. I, I would say this is the worst. Okay. Go for it. Let me know what you think. Bro. We got what nine games left, eight games left after this. Something like that. Yeah. This is on eight paper should be the easiest three points remaining for us. If we get anything less than three points in this game, mm-hmm. it is a loss. It might as well be a loss. There's nothing short of a loss. Right. And I guess the fact that you are so, like the the fact that there's and I think that, that there's so much pressure on these points is what's going to cause what I am envisioning. Eight, eight we are also significantly better. Like the, the, there is pressure, mm-hmm. and then there's just being there, there's just being significantly better than dudes. We're missing Herrera, mm-hmm. who let's face it, well he probably would have played, but he would have played right. So we're gonna play Lennon on the on the right. We're gonna play no, Toya. he probably he probably we would have been Toya and him. I think unless Toya's hurt. Right, that's what I mean. We would have played. I mean, if he was healthy, we would have played him on the right, Toy on the left. As it is, we're mm-hmm. gonna play Toy on the left and Lennon on the right, anyways. Yep. I think that's a dra- that's a that's a drop in quality, but not like a huge drop in quality. Mm-hmm. I think Sam Johnson is ready for ninety. Who else? Are we missing anyone else? Is is uh, Everton finally suspended? I, I keep thinking he's gonna be suspended for the last uh, like three. Cards. I don't know. I don't think he is. Um, um, I, I think Kyle suspended. I don't know. Someone suspended this weekend. I, I think, mean Herrera, obviously. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, let so me see. I, I think it's it's a damn shame if you don't get the three points. I think this is a blowout this weekend. Man, I wish I had that level of confidence. I think Real Salt Lake. Mark my words. Real Salt Lake this weekend will blow out Colorado Crapits. And I'm talking like proper. This might be the first hat trick in our cell in what? When was the last time someone had a hat trick? Probably Savarino. Yeah, I feel like it was earlier this year. No, no one had a hat trick this year. No one has had a hat trick for our cell in quite a while. Mm. We talked about, remember this? The yeah. first, like we had a, like the fact that you and I it remember talking about it. It was not a hat trick. Yeah, it was. Okay, look it up. Okay, I don't know what to look up. The the most recent hat trick in RS in MLS I can think of was actually Colorado, and it was what's his name, uh, Kamara. Just like two or three games ago, they won like six three. I would not be shocked if this is like a six three game in favor of RSL. And Sam Johnson has a hat trick. Zero shocked. 6-3, calling it right now, actually. 6-3. <laughs> All right. Sam Johnson with a hat trick. No-brainer, a winner. At the same time, I think LAFC beats LA Galaxy. In midweek, they beat uh, San Jose. 
we end up walking out of that. We uh, mm-hmm. on Seattle and Portland doesn't really matter who wins there, right? We end up leaving next weekend. In my opinion, with this little room and time left before the end of the season, in much much better shape than we entered the weekend. I think we're we, we at that point we start getting close to like ninety nine percent chances of ninety nine percent chances of making playoffs. Right. Not talking about home court advantage. I mean home field home field advantage yet, but it gets close to starting that discussion. Right. Your thoughts. So just to be clear, I looked it up. Demir Krylock, Real Salt Lake, LA Galaxy, six two, September first, two thousand and eighteen was RSL's last hat trick. So last year. Remember, we beat LA 6-2. I was there. I remember you were that. there. I don't remember a hat-trick, though. So he had yeah, a hat-trick, Dem- huh? Demir Krylock, yeah. Hmm. I mean, we scored six goals, so. We're going to score six tomorrow. I, I, Man, I wish I had that confidence. I mean, not tomorrow. This weekend. Hmm. Unless you're listening to this on Friday, then it's tomorrow. I am, I'm picking up what you're putting down. 6-3, RSL. Your thoughts? 2-2 two, two feels like a loss. Everyone's super sad. 2-2 would feel like a loss. 2-2 would feel like okay, we just uh, lost sure. by like a half dozen goals. Let me put it like this. Up 2-1, they score 88th minute, make a 2-2. That kind of 2-2. I think you're wrong. You're terribly wrong. I and wanna... also, you need you need to start being a little more positive, homie. I'm trying. It's just, it. I'm, I've been kind of... I've actually, as weird as this is going to sound, I probably follow, follow Colorado the second most closely out of all MLS teams. And it's because I love to hate. I I think they're better than their record shows. And it's because they're, they got to remember, dude, these dudes started off terribly. They've since gotten better. My daughter's under eight team is better than Colorado record shows they are. So yes, they cannot be worse than their record shows. They're like bottom of the West, second Mm -hmm. to bottom of the West. I think they're like third from the bottom. Oh, excuse me. That's that matters because they didn't win no, a doesn't. game. They didn't win a game for for like so. The fact that they got they will zero, not. They, I think they had like two points in like the first eleven games or something like that. Should we talk about the fact that I owed you a burrito from last week and then uh, I just won the bet this week? So we're we're evened up, and the poll isn't over yet. So we're the evened out. We're, we'll be evened out at poll. Uh, from now on, we're doing twenty-four hour polls. So that poll's over. Okay. Well, that poll isn't over. It's still open. Six six days. Arsenal Nation, go vote. Did Aaron Herrera have a good game? You know he did not. Go vote. No. We we have also let me know if the poll doesn't work. It didn't work for me when you posted it. Voter fraud. Hashtag collusion. <laughs> Something's real fishy with these polls. Could can, not I, vote. I, I, Could not vote. RSL Nation. I that can, is suspicious. I can see how this whole thing works now. All right, let's let's wrap it up. We're like I'm trying to, dude. You out here just. I'm trying to make a bet with you. Okay, what's the bet? So we're even on burritos. You even know, Steven you're, Seagal. You're not catching up on that poll. You never know. Never say never. You, actually, I just said never. You're not catching Dude, up. Dude, I have poll. stuffed so many ballots that you for MLS I might. I know what the numbers are supposed to be. Uh, you don't know. You can't. You need, you need like a hundred. I don't need. A, no, I don't. It's yeah. there's only something like three hundred votes, and it's, it's like fifty-four to forty-six percentage. Right. So, but that another hundred people would blow that out of the water. You're not getting a hundred people. I don't need a hundred people. Right. Need like twenty. 
No, yeah. you do not need 20. Yeah. I need like 20. I'm going to go create 20 Facebook okay. accounts. So you already just admitted. I didn't you, admit you anything. You just admitted to I, water, I was voter talking, fraud. I was talking hypotheticals. No. Yeah. No. It's all hypotheticals. Yeah, I'm going to 298 votes. Okay, boom. So not even 300. Um, You're 38 votes down. Okay. So easy. You just lost. I didn't is lose. what I'm saying. No. Did Aaron Herrera have a good game last night? A yeah. bet was made. Arsenal Nation, go vote no. Yep. Let's read the comments. He did all right against the good scheme of offense, but I voted yes despite the baker. Thanks, Levi. Yeah. I like Levi. He's good. Thanks, people. Levi. Anyway, let's wrap it up. Hit I'm him. trying to. Okay, I you feel like that's it. You just need to admit you lost the vote. Okay, I lost the vote. Okay. All right, what, what's the new bet? The new bet is we are going to beat Colorado. So a tie or a loss, I win. Yes. I, I'll take that just because I want to lose. I will gladly lose that bet. Okay. All right. You buying burritos? Sounds like a plan. And I got a, a new burrito lined up. I'm just kidding. It's going to be the same old burrito. No, I'm going to do a new burrito. <laughs> I'm going to do the sour cream one. I should have done that last time. Arsenal All right. Uh, Arsenal you Nation. It? You got it. He's yeah, got it. I got it. I'm going to also finish it with that uh, chant. Might as well. For the six people who are still listening. Don't sing it at them this time, though. Say something. Love you, RSL Nation. RSL Nation has been fun. It's been good. Hope you have yourself a good rest of the week. And we're going to see you at Rio Tinto Stadium this Saturday.